I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for a brand new edition of Collider Dailies. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you in particular, Steve. How goes it today? It's good. Uh, we just announced a new screening that you're going to moderate. Um, the, the Sleeping Dogs one with Karen Gillan. Is that how you pronounce her last name? Yeah, Gillen? she's she's one of my absolute favorites. She's one of few people. Actually, we're amassing more people that are doing this, but she's one of my few ladies night returnees. So she's been on the show a couple times now. Yeah, we're doing it March 14th. It's a Thursday night, landmark sunset, seven o'clock. You're moderating. I haven't seen the movie yet, and I don't think you've seen the movie yet. It comes out like the week after, but it's cool because, um, you know, she's a great guest to have for a Q&A. And uh, if you go to the site now, it'll be near the top of the site, or you can click on the button at the very top that says screenings, um, and you can ask for tickets. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. You, you know, this the second you brought it up to me, I'm like, let's move whatever I got to move to make this happen. I'm big, uh, big Karen Gillan fan. I'm eager to see that movie and have that conversation with her and hopefully a theater packed with Collider viewers and readers. All right. We've got a big lineup today. Some really cool stories that that I'm really enthusiastic about, actually. Our title topic today Mm -hmm. is an update on I like kind of don't even I wish we would come up with an official name for this trilogy that might not be a trilogy. Like, is it the X trilogy? Is it the Maxine? I guess it's the Maxine trilogy because she's the central character. But then I get frustrated with when people write Maxine trilogy as though it's the title of the third film and not the character. This is just my hyper-organized brain working in overdrive. Sure. Or what about when we're talking about the new Jurassic movie? It's not going to be called Jurassic World. It won't be called Jurassic Park. So do you you know what I mean? Like, what are you calling it? When we write about it, I'm always like, people are saying the new Jurassic World movie. You know, it's not going to be called Jurassic World. It'll be called it'll be called Jurassic something. I'm very curious to know if they if they switch that. Is that confirmed? Do we know it's not going to be Jurassic World? I would be, I would, 
I would wager any amount of money it's not Jurassic World, and I'll say why, because it's going to be a... I mean, I think this is public knowledge, but like it's going to be like not the same actors. Yeah. It's going to be a new cast, and uh, I would imagine a new setting. You know, it's not going to revisit what they've done before, so you have to change. You know, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. It'll be Jurassic Island or Jurassic whatever. But it's you know what I mean. It'll have a new. I name. do. My my prediction is that they keep Jurassic World intact, and then there's subtitles that differentiate new installments, like. Jurassic World, suburbia, or something Maybe. like that, but they keep Jurassic World there. No, I'll, I'll wager that they change it to Jurassic something okay. to signify the new cast and new setting. I and hear you. Um, hopefully, hopefully they're doing like a trilogy or like they're thinking about long term plans and they have some sort of idea. Of, but anyway, we're off on the on a tangent. <laughs> I think I think Mike Joyce has a great idea here. How about Jurassic Moon? Yes, yes. I would would watch that movie in a heartbeat. So the actual topic we're talking about right now is Ty West's recent quotes about the future of Maxine's trilogy that might not actually be a trilogy. So I'm reading a little bit from the Collider.com article here. During a conversation with the YouTube channel, What's Under the Bed, Ty West revealed where he was at in post-production on Maxine. That's the third film in the series. He said, it's coming along. I'm almost done editing it. So far, so good. Then it goes on to say, according to Wes, there's still a chance that there will be at least one more chapter in Maxine's story. When asked about a fourth installment, he said, maybe, I don't know. Should the third movie perform well? And the studio asks Wes to keep things chugging along. The filmmaker said that he does have a design floating in his head. Now, this is a quote. There is this one weird idea that I have that is kind of dot, dot, dot. If I explained it, it would make sense, but we'll see what happens. Let's get this movie done first, see if people like it, then we'll go from there. I mean, that's, isn't that how Hollywood operates? You have the idea in your back pocket, and then if your movie does well, you make another one. If Ty West thinks he has more Maxine story to tell, I'll be here for it. What about you, Steve? Yeah, look, I mean, it's, it's obvious that he is not closing the door, and honestly, why should you? You know, like if you're enjoying making something and it's well-reviewed and well-received, you know, you keep the door open. It's like actors that say, uh, you know, would you come back for another installment of whatever? It all comes down to the script and it all comes down to whether or not there's a desire to make another one. No one ever closes the door and says, it's very rare for people to say, yeah, I'm done. You yeah. know, there's, there's no more, you know? I mean- even from the viewer perspective, I'm a really big fan of X and Pearl, but in order for me to enthusiastically tell you, I want a fourth Maxine movie. I need to see Maxine first, like okay. as in the third movie. So yep. I am curious to see how that turned out and how it further builds upon her journey while also dipping into eras of of horror cinema, which is one of my favorite parts of that franchise. But the other thing with this is that we still don't even have a release date on Maxine. I, I believe that what we have is that it's supposed to come out this year. Do you have any predictions on when the movie might come out and also when we might finally see a trailer for the film? Uh, my prediction, and this is based on zero scientific information, meaning I have no inside line but it would make sense to me for the film to come out in October ish, you know, in that time of the year. And if the movie, it could be something that premieres at TIFF, you know, in the, in the fall, you release it in October. And if that's the case, then, you know, you start advertising in the summer, 
you know, you put out the trailer on something in the summer, you premiere at TIFF and you release in October, you know, especially if, you know, it's early, Feb- it's late February now. If he says he's almost done editing, he's going to be done by May, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, this, this makes sense for a release plan. Yeah, um, I was basically going to say the exact same thing you just brought up because Pearl did premiere at TIFF that year. So they've already kind of, you know, like laid the tracks for that kind of release and it worked in their favor. So why not just do it again? And if not TIFF, I mean, it does feel like they've earned their spot at TIFF at this point. But Fantastic Fest is also immediately after. And I have a feeling that's that's a particular audience that would very warmly embrace another installment of that particular series. So one or the other, but Tiff feels more likely to me. I think you could also do both. That's true, too. You could. Yeah. One one two punch could uh, could give it the, the positive word of mouth and buzz to, to let it soar for an October release. I'd like to see that happen. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Story number two today is an interesting one. It is an update on the future of beef. And I have that kind of tone in my voice because I assumed that beef was a limited series that would be one and done, one and done very successfully. But apparently they're looking into turning it into a continuing series and making a second season. This report came from Deadline, in particular, The Dish under the Deadline banner. The Dish hears that uh, the that the team there is circling a cast for a second season of the Netflix and 824 show. We hear that this that the storyline this time around will revolve around two feuding couples. Those couples might be played by I love I love these four names, Charles Melton and Kaylee Spaney. They're being courted to play one couple. And then the other could be Jake Gyllenhaal and Anne Hathaway. Now, this this is a direct quote from the Deadline article. They say, admittedly, this is early and no deals are in place, but we understand that a limited season's worth of scripts were just turned in or are about to be turned in and that Netflix and A24 are ready to get the second season into production by late summer or fall. Word of all this was circulating in chatter at the weekend's award shows. Of course, Beef won both uh, the Spirits and the Producers Guild Awards. Beef has been picking up awards left and right, including eight primetime Emmys, one for Outstanding Limited Series or Anthology Series, and trophies for Ali Wong, Stephen Yun, Lee Sung-jin for writing and directing. I mean, Beef's just been absolutely crushing it. And like we were just talking about with Maxine, I understand that you go into it thinking it's a limited series, but when it does this well, I can understand the itch to make more. I just know it's going to be a challenge to make more and keep the bar as high as that first season, because that first season is truly one of the most exceptional seasons of television I've ever seen. Uh, yeah. So I still haven't seen beef. I'll just come out and say it. Uh, I am the only person left apparently. Um, it's been on my list. I'm always behind. My list is crazy. Um, but I do have things to say. Number one, um, it makes sense 
my my yeah, everyone i believe me i've heard how good this show is my question is with the awards were they in like a, a category like limited series and now it is a series yep. so like there's that aspect of it or the fact is if each season of beef is its own thing i guess it qualifies maybe as you see what i'm saying here it might be in the wrong category if, if memory serves me correct right now, I believe the same exact thing happened with the White Lotus, where it started its award season run in limited. And then when they decided to continue, it shifted into the into the into the ongoing series category, I believe, not limited. I'm not 100. If I remember correctly. Oh, wait. Yeah. I mean, someone even just referenced White Lotus right here. So I'm, I'm assuming my, my memory is on point there. But it, yeah. I, it would have to shift categories. Yeah, so that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, it makes complete sense with the domination of this show, with the, the, the viewing numbers, with the awards wins. Uh, I'll bet you, you know, the idea was, can we do this again with a new cast, a la White Lotus? Because White Lotus is so successful for Max and HBO, can we do it here? Um, and with that cast that they're talking about, I mean, that is a you know a killer cast that gets people to tune in, and everyone will give it a chance. Ultimately, it comes down to the writing. If the if the writing is there, and the idea is there, people are going to watch. Um, mm -hmm. I'm interested just on the cast alone. Uh, but yeah, look, it makes sense for them to do the White Lotus with Beef. And, you know, each season is a different cast and a different situation. And as long as the writing is there, you know, yeah. um, but also look, I mean, Netflix is it's been hard for Netflix to find things that really break out, even though they produce everything. And beef is one of those things that really, you know, just hugely broke out. So this makes complete business sense. And, um, you know, if actors want to obviously actors want to do it after all the awards. I truly could not imagine a better cast for a second season with this particular storyline than these four individuals, uh, three of which who are doing quite well on the award season. And I specifically bring up Anne Hathaway because Eileen, she was just at the Independent Spirit Awards. But you can get a better cast. But one of the bigger things that I'd be concerned about with a beef season two is making sure that the creative team behind the scenes stays intact. Everyone from, you know, Sonny to, to Jake Schreier, I, I would want them all to come back because I really do think that beef season one came across as a very singular vision. And I feel like in order to, you know, lean into a, like a, a, a different storyline in terms of, I guess, uh, an exploration of, of rage with this this feuding couple situation. I feel like in order to, you know, do something different but maintain that singular vision would require all of the behind the scenes folks to come over to the new season with this cast. So fingers crossed that's the next update here is that all of them are on board as well. All right. Last topic of the day. This is just a fun one. I'm just happy this got confirmed. So our last story of the day is an Oscars update. I'm going to read a little from Variety. Variety says Ryan Gosling will officially perform I'm Just Ken live at the Oscars. Sources tell Variety that the actor will sing the Academy Award-nominated song from Barbie during the 96th annual ceremony on March 10th. The Academy declined to comment on this. Whether he would agree to show off his singing chops on the Oscar stage has been a big question ever since both Gosling and the song picked up nominations in January. In his Variety cover story in early February, Gosling insisted that the Academy hadn't yet asked him to perform it might be too much of a risk to have me do it, he said. 
Um, and he also added, I don't know how that would work, but I'm open to it. Well, apparently we'll find out how it's going to work because he's doing it. And I'm especially excited. One of my big, I guess, hot takes on the Oscars, Steve, is that I am never super excited about who is going to host because my priorities while watching the Oscars is seeing who's going to win, hearing their speeches. I want more time for speeches. And then also seeing live performances of the nominated songs. I don't want any skits, no bits. I don't want any of that. That Those are my priorities. So the fact sure. that he's going to do this and hopefully all the other songs will be performed live as well and get their well-earned time in the spotlight, like fingers crossed that's how the ceremony goes for the most yeah, part. Yeah, listen, everything about this is great news. Uh, this is also, this doesn't take a rocket scientist to put this one together, but the Oscars this year are going to have a much, much higher rating than they have in the last few years because people have seen the movies. You know, Oppenheimer, people have seen. Barbie, people have seen. When they when it comes out and when this news that Ryan Gosling's gonna perform, that's gonna get a ton of people to watch. You know, um, it's gonna be a much higher rated Oscars this year. And like I've said before, um, I just think that they need to get pat the the main issue as to why the Oscars have been suffering is when the Oscars started many years ago, I don't think people realized there were less award shows. Now Every weekend, there's an award show, and it waters down award shows because there's just so many of them. So the thing about the Oscars is that they just need to embrace that they're the Oscars and they're the king of the hill and not to try to compete with these other award shows and make it faster. If anything, they should dive deeper into cinema and celebrate what makes the Oscars the Oscars. It is the A-plus awards show. It's it's the one. So anyway, uh, it's going to be a great show this year. Uh, mostly because people have seen the movies. Did you watch the SAG Awards by chance? I watched most of it. I I loved that. I loved a two-hour, like, quick, no commercial sure. ceremony. I, I mean, I guess, like, some of the uh, the category introductions had bits attached to them. But, like, I'm fine with that. But I, I thought it flew. I, I, I liked the... Uh, I guess the slightly more casual vibe of it all and just the fact that it felt like like artists who are human beings in a in a room together just like excited to celebrate i kind of i kind of wish the oscars were a little more like that independent spirit awards had the same vibe too uh yeah the independent spirit awards were fantastic mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it uh, i got to attend um i i thought it was a great show um but like i said with the oscars it's like I, I just don't think that the Oscars need to be thinking about a three hour ceremony because it's never going to be three hours. They should just embrace the three and a half hours mm-hmm. and, you know, and show. I have a lot of strong opinions on it. But the good news, like I said, is people are going to watch this year. They saw the movies. Yeah. Um, I just hope that uh, more songs are confirmed to be performed live. Like as as excited as I am about I'm Just Ken and I'm happy he got a nomination I, I don't think any song I heard in a movie last year is better than what was I made for. I think that is like on its own, on its own two feet, like a, a staggeringly beautiful song with like yeah. a massive beating heart. It fits with the movie so, so perfectly. And I don't know, like what, what better like 
combination of qualities could you have in an Oscar nominee? Personally, I think that one should win, and I want to see that performed by Billie Eilish live. Fingers crossed. Yeah, this Billie Eilish person and Vinny, <laughs> they seem to be a little talented. Um, ju- it's crazy. Their their talent is off the rails. It's just it's insane. You know, um, it's it's really unbelievable how talented they are and yeah. how much I enjoy their music. Give us that talent live on on Oscar night, please. Um, With that, we are going to wind down this edition of Collider Dailies. Steve, before we sign off, promote something. Promote your your hard work. You do a lot of it. You should promote it. Uh, Listen, we have screenings next week on March 5th and 6th, Little Wing and uh, Snack Shack. Uh, You can get tickets, you know, through the screening link on the top. We're doing a studio at South by, um, I think that's the main two things that are on my brain. I like that. I like that. I will tease this weekend's Collider Ladies Night, which I'm very excited about. It's with Kyler Lee for a Hallmark series called The Way Home. And I know some out there are like, I don't want to watch Hallmark. That particular Hallmark show, to me, seems like the thing that bridges the gap between traditional Hallmark fan and someone who never watches that content. It really does have something for everyone. But the reason why I'm promoting this one so so hard right now is like, Kyler Lee is an exceptional interview. Steve, she came to that studio with stories, like <laughs> stories, like with, with like details and heart and passion behind them. And she has like a really exceptional body of work that, I mean, has been very important to me since not another teen movie back in the day and all the way to now with like the, you know, the heart and passion she puts into The Way Home. So you will be able to see that episode Saturday morning right here on this channel. And trust me when I tell you, you do not want to miss it. With that, we will say goodbye. And then tomorrow, I believe it's a John and Steve day. So they will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. Have a lovely Tuesday, everyone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.